no, keep stop chewing. chewing. No, this is this is the show. We're we're in the show now. You're chewing. <laughs> Amanda's chewing. We're in the show and she's chewing already. I thought it was pre-show. We, we didn't do that. The intro. We, we haven't. We had an intro. I, I I thought I had a moment, but you know. You do. No, no, you do. But I was going to, you know, I was going to add, it's not embarrassing that you're chewing because this is not a video podcast. You know, you and I see each sure. other, but nobody else right. sees us, which to my benefit, to the benefit of everybody, they don't have to see me. That, that helps keep their food from coming <laughs> down. Keep I'm, their glad you, down. I'm glad you were chewing though. Be- well, I... I mean, I know we're on video, but there is a sound. I'm hoping I wasn't chewing like a, you know, like a cow. No, was it, it, wasn't, it wasn't full on cud, but there was definitely like, some, green. you had a salad of some sort. There were some greens and crunching, but, but I was going to add, you know, you don't have to be embarrassed because I was going to add, I'm going to add a very obvious, obvious observation here. And I am going to say that soup is hot. You are, you know what? That's why we're partners because you bring the brains. I bring the brains. That's deep. That, the, I mean, you know, the, the Washington Post used to have a tag. Used to have a tagline. It said, "Information for life." Soup is hot. Soup is Information hot. Information for life. I know this because I burnt my tongue now two consecutive days eating okay, soup for see, lunch. See, that's where it falls apart. Okay, day one, sure. You, yeah. you know, you haven't had a soup in a while. Whatever. You didn't know how hot you was heated up to. That's day one. Totally understandable. Day two, mm-hmm. you're a nimwit. Like, what are you doing? I, I you forgot. Uh, since like, yeah. Do we have short-term memory problems? What's the situation? I, I wish I had short-term memory problems. I'd be in a better place because if I had short-term memory problems, I would forget all about COVID and I'd just host a uh, meeting. And, and that's actually what today's session is all about. But yeah. before we go there, Amanda, yeah, let's do Me, the intro thing. So hi, yeah. I'm, hi, I'm Daryl and I'm a meeting planner. Hi, I'm Amanda and I'm a meeting planner. And this is... Miracle Workers, a podcast for meeting planners. By meeting planners. Yay! Wow. Okay, you know, and, and we didn't even script that. Look, look at that. No, that was just like like off the cuff. We're so good. Very so impressive. Good. We we are getting back into our flow, Amanda. I know. Well, you know, I just a little aside because you know how I like my asides. It is amazing that I actually could remember any of that because I am currently memorizing two, two, two bits of stuff that I have to memorize. I'm, I am doing an audition for a TED talk that requires a two minute prepared video thing. So I have to memorize two minutes. Okay. And then I am in a dinner theater show on Friday night oh, wow. where I have to memorize my script for that. And this brain is 53 years old and has had some experiences. Just, we're going to leave it at that because I'm not prepared to put <laughs> out in, I don't know if the statute in, of limitations has run out on said experiences yet. So I don't that's know. So that's that's really cool. I didn't know that. And um, yeah. you know, Amanda, for those of you that don't know, Amanda is a an accomplished uh, comic and performer, both so she you know she runs the like accomplished yeah, might be a bit of a stretch, Daryl. Well, you've been on stage. True, true. Have people, yes, have people paid to see your see your comedy? Uh, yes, yes, they have. Then it's done. Better. Then you not are much. Not much. No. But you're paid. accomplished. Yes. Nobody has ever paid to see my comedy. They paid to have me stop, stop, but yes. they've never actually paid for the <laughs> for. experience. That's not true. Again, we have we make money on this podcast, like many cents, cents. literally <laughs> a, a quarter of a cent per listen. So if you're cents listening 20. right now, thank you for that quarter of one penny. Yes, thank you. We're getting rich. We're gonna we're gonna go away too. 
Well, you know, some podcasts have all those, some podcasts have those live reads in the middle and, you know, big, big money. And we, we've got Anchor, which we love Anchor. They're, they're great. Love Anchor. Yeah. Now I think, you know, since we started, uh, Anchor is now part of Spotify. So I don't know if we should be re- redoing Ooh, these ads. We have later, to but rethink things. Yeah. So we're now part of the big Spotify. Us and Joe Rogan, we are the number one and two podcasts on Spotify. <laughs> I'm sure we're right behind him. Right I haven't behind looked, him. But like, right, there's us. Uh, we're basically, well, I'm sorry. That was going to go in a very not PG-13 way. But there you go. So Joe Rogan brings us back to COVID again um, and, and idiocy. So, you know, it's- it, <laughs> And idiocy, right. So today, today though, I want to, I really, I'm happy we're able to get together because I wanted to chat a little bit about what meetings are looking like it's really not post-COVID. It's not a fair no. thing to say, but in uh, this you know, time, not- right now, yes. in this time, yeah, this podcast probably will not have legs. It won't be applicable in like six months or a year. So if you're listening in six months or a year, just go ahead and move on to the next episode because it's probably, you know, and, I mean, and definitely don't go back to a couple of years ago and listen to our, our episodes on which virtual platform was the best uh, because that that's also a little dated, but pray God, we're not going to have to be doing all of that in a couple of years from now. That would make me very sad. Well, so this, this, you know, goes back to the hybrid episode. We we're with, we're really kind of uh, dancing around this year, but you know, Amanda, you've done some meetings. Um, you just yep. did a very big event actually uh, uh, post COVID here or, or not. Post, we're not even going to say post COVID you've done a, a big event recently. Yeah. I have been doing a lot of travel for uh, some upcoming events that I've got going on, doing some site visits, and, and I've got a big annual coming up uh, next month. And so I thought it would be a great chance for us to sit and talk through a little bit of, you know, what what are our meetings look like? What have we heard? And what is a, a, good, a good place for planners to think about as they start getting back uh, to in-person, you know, hopefully uh, in the next few months or in, in the next year or so, and you're yeah. kind of transitioning out of this virtual only. So uh, I want to hear about your big event first, because okay. I think that is, um, yeah. that, that's, I heard, when I heard about this, I was like, whoa, how yeah. come you couldn't get me a ticket? <laughs> you didn't call, you didn't ask. Uh, that's true. Uh, that is not an invitation for everybody to call me in the future and ask me for tickets to the White House Easter egg roll. Yes. So to give a little bit of background, I actually have uh, worked in conjunction with the White House Easter Egg Row for many, many years. Um, There was a gap there uh, under a recent leader uh, who was not such a fan, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to go into that, but uh, I did some Bush years. I did Obama years and all managing sort of just the costumed characters for PBS, which did end up being quite a big deal because they had like 13 or 15 costumes and we had a hundred plus volunteers. So it, it was just that component alone was quite a big deal and super fun. And I have really fun stories to tell. I will just tell this one quick story, which is in the Obama years, you know, the girls kind of had a little bit of say in what artists they wanted to come and sing and whatever. And they had Willow Smith come. Now you might, maybe, maybe from you whip, know from whip my hair around. There you go. Whip my hair back and forth. Look that is, me. I'm pretty sure her only song ever. And it is incredible 
incredibly repetitive. I believe it goes, I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip. That's pretty much the whole song, right? So all day I'm listening to this from like the stage and I'm, I'm ready to kill Willow Smith. I'm like, please stop whipping your hair back and forth. Well, the president, Barack Obama, comes up the drive and he's doing kind of a, a rope line shaking hands of people who are working. We're all kind of barricaded at this point behind a fence and but he's shaking hands and thanking people and whatever and he gets to me and of course I shake my hand I don't say anything when he's shaking my hand I wait until he's moved on to the next person because I'm smart and I say Mr. President show me how you whip your hair back and forth I said that to the leader of the free world I really did Daryl and I'm not kidding and do you know what he did he He whipped his hair back and forth because that man's cool that's all I have to say he had no hair to whip back and forth I mean you know, I would but, say I would say actually that our, our last administration had they had they had the same opportunity. I think that would have been one I would have liked to see. Well, that hair um, would have that yeah that would have moved that would probably maybe in one whole piece yes. or something. I don't know, but yes. But, now here's my postscript to that story. By the way, sure, because this is probably the best part. So I presume that I this is what I think happened. No one can really tell me, but I think at dinner that night, you know, Barack, Michelle, the girls are all sitting around having their dinner, reviewing the day. And he says in his Barackish kind of way, like, oh, there was this lady. She asked me to whip my hair back and forth. And the girls in horror because they're teenagers. And first of all, their father embarrasses them at every turn. And they really think this is awful. Dad, did you do it? You didn't do it, Dad, did you? And he says, well, of course I did. And there you go. I am in the Barack family. Lore, they're horrified. Michelle's like, it's okay, girls. It's your father. Every father embarrasses their daughters. You're fine. We're all fine. It's just some crazy redhead. It's no problem. So see, there you go. That's my, so that's my previous administration story. Ah. Now, in this Easter egg roll. It just so happened because of COVID and everything, everything, they were very late deciding that they were even going to have the Easter egg roll. They were Mm -hmm. not sure, et cetera. So with just, so normally they're about six months out on the Easter egg roll that they start planning, et cetera. They were about six weeks out on this Easter egg roll. And just so happens that a colleague of mine from literally like 20, maybe even 22 years ago, um, happens to be executive director of the production company that manages the whole White House Easter egg role. As we can all imagine, it's not like, you know, people that work at the White House that are out putting up tents and whatever, whatever. So she called me up and said, hey, I am in a way, could you, could you come be an adult in the room? And I don't know if I was offended or, you know, like I thought that was really, but it didn't matter. It was money. And of course, I mean, in these days and times, I'm willing to take any job pretty much. So I was like, yes, I will do that. Um, Interestingly enough, what started out as me just managing contracts for the talent and other folks who would perform and be there, uh, it evolved into... I'm not a, you know, wilting flower. I stick my hand up when required. And so I ended up managing pretty much the whole schedule for the day, which then required me to work with the first lady's office, which also then required me to go into the White House to have some meetings. So that was 
kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. I definitely walked down a hallway. She's like, and well, right up, we're going to go down these stairs, but right there is the Oval Office. And then we're going to go down here and there's the Navy mess and there's the sit room. And I was like, like the situation room, it's right there. Oh, that's super cool. So that was it from the super cool perspective. I do think it was incredibly um, interesting. So to kind of, again, go back to the COVID things, it was obviously an outdoor event. Mm -hmm. Um, They definitely made the decision fairly early on that it was going to be a no mask, no vax requirement event. So there were, you did not have to show any proof of vaccination. You did not have to wear a mask. Of course, you were allowed, permitted to wear masks, but um, you were not required unless you were going to come into contact with the president or first lady. Well, that's and interesting. Then you had to uh, not, I, I, to be honest, I was not. So I'm not 100% sure of what all the requirements were, but I believe you didn't just have to show proof of vaccination. You also had to have a COVID test um, that day and mm. they were providing those COVID tests for you. So that's, that's, that's interesting. You know, I, yeah. I think that we, we think of a lot of our meetings as, um, you know, from attendee to attendee perspective. And I think that there's a lot of that, but when you are talking about a VIP and, and, uh, or the yeah. VIP, I guess, you know, right. guess, you, know you got the president, <laughs> the, VIP the president and the Pope are the two VI, the P's and VIP. The biggest um, P's there are. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the contact with them, where, where, where you know, how is that different? So, that, and obviously the White House has the ability to do that because it's a, it's a, it's a take it or leave it proposition. That, if you, you know, there's no. That was uh, exactly what it was. There were some VIP, there was a VIP event um, and it was very clear. You got an invitation to the event and here were the requirements. And if you did not want to submit to those requirements, well, then you just weren't going to that event. So, and we do this all the time, right? So we do right. it with, with, uh, a lot of groups do it with photography, for example, or video they're shooting video, they're shooting pictures at an event. And it says, if you don't want your, you know, by passing this point, you are consenting to having your picture taken. And if you don't yeah. want your picture taken, then don't come in. Cause that's right. it. And, you know, we got very worried about, we started thinking about waivers, you know, this is, this is moving a little bit for where I was going to talk about, but since you brought it up, you know, we talked a lot about waivers when we started to kind of emerge from virtual and kind of dip yeah. our toe back into in-person events and people are still talking about it and they're not sure, should they do a waiver? Should they not do a waiver? But we do them all the time. Yeah. I mean, if, if not, you know, photography, we've got other terms and conditions you know, you understand certain risks if you go to a, if you run a 5k uh, at, at your event or, or go, you know, white water rafting. Um, so it, it, it's, it raises an interesting question is, you know, how do we handle this? I, I can speak for myself uh, and say that we are, um, my group is using, still using vaccination proof. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to show a car, no, no uploads or anything like that. This is the same thing that we did at our fall meeting. Simply oh, okay. show the card uh, or, or a photo of the card or something, a, a bandaid with a, with a scar on it. You know what it's not kidding <laughs> about that part, but whatever, you know, just something that says you were vaccinated. Uh, initially we were going to require boosters and we got some pushback. And so I think we're going to actually drop the booster requirement. 
um, or be a little bit lax with it, just in terms of as long as you've got the main dose, we should be good. Um, we are still requiring masks as of this point. Uh, I want to talk about this too, because you know, we're getting a lot of pushback here. Some groups are dropping masks entirely. The, the, the thing is, and if you flew recently, and I've just done a lot of flying, Mm. the you can't put that back you can't put that genie back in the bottle once you take masks off they're off you can keep it optional but you you know you can't require people to put their masks on if there's an outbreak the day before and you say all right everybody's got to have their masks on that's a hard hill to climb yeah Yeah. so i'm on these planes i've done uh now five or six cities in the last five weeks and i was on planes pre mandate being lifted and yep. post mandate being lifted. In fact, I was on a plane the very the day after the court decision mm, that stopped okay. the mandate. Um, and the it, it's interesting. Some people are very, resp- I wear my mask. That's my personal preference. Right. Some people were, were fine, you know, took theirs off and very respectful. Um, although I did have one flight attendant who, when we got on a plane, literally said, okay, everybody take your masks off. You don't need them anymore. As opposed to, hey, wow. there's no longer a mandate. You have the option of option. Doing, it and doing whatever you feel comfortable with, but please respect your fellow passenger, which is, there's not a right way and a wrong way, but th- that was the right way. And what she did was the wrong way. She was very much, you know, uh, take it off. And then again, as they're passing drinks through the cabin, that's another question. So, well, do I want to take a drink from somebody with their mask off? Uh, right. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of what ifs, um, and I think we're still a lot of uh, uncertainty in this. So if you're one of those people and one of those planners that feels that way, don't don't feel bad. So many of us are in the same boat. And my advice there, again, I'm not a lawyer, but from my professional and, and personal experiences, you own your meeting space. Um, you know, if you have your space in the White House uh, on the on the, uh, the the South Lawn of the White House, that's your meeting space. Just because the the federal government says one thing or the well. It's a federal government building. It's probably a little bit different, but just because the state you're in says no, you know, masks are not required, vaccinations are not required. You rent that space. You are you are the event. You are the the the, the rental holder for that space. You can do what you want. You require ma- you require uh, uh, badges to come into all events. Right. Requiring a mask or requiring a proof of vaccination is no different. And if people don't, it's a private. As long as it's a private event, if people don't want to participate, they with your rules, they don't have to yep. participate. Or if you have a virtual option, they can watch. I'm a big, you know, Rebecca, Rebecca wasn't a big fan of them. I, I am. And, you know, you could watch from your hotel room if you don't yep. want to come down and, and, and follow up, follow my, my, uh, my rules, my house. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, <clears throat> I think that it is hard, right? Because we are, I mean, I find myself even in my daily life going, do I need them? I'm looking at the door, at the this, at the that. Do I need a mask to go in? Do I not need a mask to go into that place? I'm fine. I'm not fine. Um, we did get a lot of questions in advance of the White House Easter egg roll about masks um, because people just, most people, I think, I think, again, have not done any statistical research on this. It's just my feeling, my from being out and about, most people want to abide by the rules. They may not love it. I don't anymore love wearing my mask. I'm tired of it. You know, but if I go somewhere and the store owner, clearly I have an amazing bagel place near me. The 
owner, clearly very COVID cautious. She wants people in her place to be wearing masks. So you know what? If I want that bagel, I'm going to put on my mask and I'm going to go in and I'm going to be fine. I'll take it out the second I get out the door. But, you know, I think most people want to be respectful. Um, So, you know, I, I would say, yeah, do what, do what's right for your organization. Now, maybe not you as the meeting planner, you have to take, what does your leadership want? What does, you know, you have to kind of look around and it's not all about you, but you know, yeah. I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's the, the question of vaccination, masks, uh, social distancing, you, you know, is it, is it all done? Is it, partially done and I don't know I, I don't know either and I think that the summer is going to be an interesting buildup because the summer is where we've seen these kind of waves come start uh we had delta uh delta well we had delta last year was was big over the summer and you know people are getting together they're they're getting a little bit more relaxed and you know and let so let's see I'm, yeah. I'm playing it by ear the one thing well, I'm, I'm really concerned though about is travel because uh and this is partially health related is partially economically related. Uh, people are a little bit more lax about traveling um, or not, sorry, not lax. They're, they're a little bit more cautious about traveling. If you are a mask person, for example, you fall into that right. camp, you may not feel comfortable riding in a plane for long periods of time with people without masks. Uh, there was just an article in the Washington post, I believe it was Sunday or maybe Saturday. So if you're listening to this, uh, that would have been um, April 30th or May 1st, talking about, uh, maybe, maybe it was last week, uh, somewhere in there. You search Washington Post and masks and planes, it'll come up eventually, <laughs> right next to the snakes on planes uh, articles. Uh, but the, you know, it, it, it talked to a lot of scientists and environmental experts, and they all uh, basically said that, you know, you're, you have better chance of catching it on land on firm land than you do yeah. in an airplane cabin if you are wearing a mask if you're not wearing a mask again that's that's a different story but that's on you um the other part of this i think that's interesting is the cost so we have seen whether because of the the rising gas prices or oh. or the demand for for travel after being cooped up for uh, some of us for two-ish years airline prices are very high so where you would normally be able to get that late registration push. Uh, if you've got a destination meeting, are you seeing that? And uh, based yeah. on my meetings numbers coming up, I, I sure hope we do because- Well, I was behind. just about about to ask because you've got uh, one or more coming up. How many? I have one coming one? up next month. Okay. I have, my, I have I a have, client's annual. I have uh, three meetings for my clients. I know it's like, I'm an actual meeting planner. It's crazy. Um, between May mid, well, we're in May between the middle of this month and, uh, the end of August. So I have three coming up. Um, now the one in May, I haven't really asked, I'm not doing registration for them. I'm actually doing production. Uh, I'm their technical director. So, uh, I'm not doing T- registration. TD for those. I am. I am also a TD. I've got all the skills, baby. Um, yeah. So I don't know about the registration numbers, but I do know that they changed their meeting. It was to be an full in-person meeting, uh, you know, 1200 or so people. And 
so about six, eight weeks ago, they changed it to be a much smaller, just top tier in, you know, the, the leaders, the, the top executives uh, in person and everybody else will watch it on a replay, you know, virtual meeting situation. So I, I'm not sure their registration numbers actually would matter. Uh, my June one, I know um, they're not seeing their numbers yet that they were hoping to get. And then my August one is hot to get registration launched, hoping to be able to be in advance of any other wave that might come out. They're very nervous to wait because they're like, oh, what if there's a spike? And then, you know, blah, blah, blah. at least we've people are registered, et cetera. Agreed. No, I, I think that's that's really good. Um, it's a really good take on it. It, it is. Um, there's just so much unknown. And I, again, I think I really stress yeah. that everybody's asking questions about what are you doing? What are you doing? I just think the answer is unknown. I, I'm going right now on registration numbers and I'm saying that, you know, we're going to go forward with all of our all of our plans as planned uh, budgetary. We may be we may not be as strong as we had hoped because registration numbers are down a little bit. But our 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 exhibit numbers are are about where we hope they would be. They're you know on target, and we're gonna maybe not do quite as well uh, this month or this meeting and and see. And then if it if it happens again, well then it's a trend. You know if it happens with our, our meetings later in this year, then it's a trend. But our meeting last November went very well, went gangbusters. In fact, we broke registration records. So that's interesting that yeah. November when we were still kind of in Delta in and yeah, and we, and that was a lot of late last minute signups. So oh, okay. we're all racking our heads here and we're trying to say, well, we don't understand why the numbers are significantly below projections and pacing other where we, where we've been in, in past years, even though we know that our history pre COVID really isn't a fair uh marker. A fair marker of, of what to come because we just don't know right. but I, I mean my takeaway here is it's okay to be scared it's okay to be uncertain um you know i know we always want to have the answers as planners but we may need to where possible do a year or two a cycle and, and see what that new normal looks like. Um, yeah. I think we also, um, it's incumbent upon us as planners to prepare our clients or our bosses, the, the people, you know, in their eyes on the budget, eyes on the money and, you know, let them know like, Hey, this is a shot in the dark we're taking right now. And yeah, we're going to do our best, but we really don't know. And I, I think to be honest, like our show for somebody else who kind of works in a silo who had, doesn't have a lot of data to compare to, doesn't have, I mean, we're not giving out numbers, but you know, they can at least go back to their boss and say, Hey, we're not, we're not the only ones. Like, I, you know, I listen to this podcast and they're talking about three or four meetings that aren't hitting their targets. So you know, take this information that we're giving you, use it, but it is incumbent upon us to prepare our stakeholders in that this, this is the wild, wild west right now. We don't know what we're facing. Agreed. Agreed. Now, one thing I like to see um, go away, I mean, besides masks, because look, we can all, I think we can all agree, except for looking at, looking and hearing from me, uh, we don't like masks. Uh, 
you know, <laughs> you have to look at me and you have to hear from me. A mask for me is very beneficial for you. Mostly because, just when they crumble it up and shove it in your mouth. But yeah, get I mean, either way, any, anything to muffle the sound works. Um, the 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 thing I that really came up during COVID for me that that bugged me, but I understood it at the time as being a necessity, is you know is single use uh, plastic water bottles. Yeah. Uh, we're not doing pitchers of water in glasses anymore because we're worried about you know uh, airborne transmission or uh, you know we don't want to share silverware. So and I even share silverware, but we don't want to use silverware. We want to use plasticware. It's you know single use, and then you toss it out. There was so much of this. The, even the even some of the paper masks, right? Right. The paper masks. Yep. You know, you throw them out, or the the gloves. It just seems like a lot of waste and a lot of or, stuff. That, or um, the the only benefit maybe our poor environment has gotten out of this whole situation is that we haven't been driving as much. We're at home, mm -hmm. so at least there's not that. But yeah, this is it's hard. I mean, I. I cringe, like, and goodness, well, I don't know, Daryl, I haven't done one again. Like, I barely remember what it means to be, I went on a site inspection, I nearly fell over. I was like, what? oh, wait, hold on, this is a hotel. But anyway, are they charging for the therefore bottles of water that, you know? Some, I mean, you know, some, the pro some of the properties I've seen, a bottle of water, yes, you're gonna get tagged on that every, every time. Um, some have, uh, you know, if you've got built in anything that's got a built in cooler, built in uh, uh, water fountain, generally they, they you know, the, the bottle fountains where you can fill your whole water bottle up. Right. Generally, those are not charged. I mean, at least the three or four well, yeah, centers I've seen in the last them? few are weeks. They, are they back to offering those? Yeah, yeah. And I think they're offered, they offer them, uh, you know, table service, water table service as well. Okay. You know, whether they're going to charge for it or not, that's the question of the property. And I think there's two types of properties. Uh, we probably knew this pre-COVID as well, but especially post, you know, as we enter this, again, I'm almost called it post-COVID. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> as we enter this new phase, there's two types of properties. There are properties that go back to business as usual, and we just want to make sure our clients are super happy and we're going to do whatever it takes to make them happy. And then there are the properties that say, well, we have to make up all of that lost revenue for the last two years. So in order to, in order to do that, we are going to charge for everything. So we all know that internet costs, that electric costs. Um, but, I'm, you know, I'm shaking my head, Daryl. You're making me, I'm, I might, migraine might be starting here because there's one chain in particular, you know, I hate them. You know, mm -hmm. I do, you know who they are. Mm -hmm. I won't say their name because we said mm. we wouldn't do that on this show. Don't but... say their name. Mm. Remember all that money we're making. We, we don't want to lose any, any potential sponsors. <laughs> We have no sponsors. They may pay. They may pay us a whole penny on the list. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. But um, you know, and, and uh, well, I could I could write a book. Well, I, you know, I'll say this that you know. So what I've seen is again, I've seen that mix. And on the 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 short side of the ledger, I've seen these hotels that are trying to make up the lost revenue. And the problem with that is that they're charging for things besides that used to just be free. It's areas where yes. they just don't have the same inventory. So I'm dealing with a situation right now where my hotel is, I know there's other events in the hotel at the time. That's not a surprise, but we were just told that we can't, that they don't have enough staging. They don't have enough risers for everybody. So we have to, we, we have to be limited in our risers, even though we've got, you know, rental of certain amount of ballrooms right. that would require a certain amount of stage. They're saying, well, this is the most we can do because we've got to spread our inventory around. Now they're not charging for it. 
but I find it hard to believe that they built this hotel within the last 10 years uh, or this meeting space within the last 10 years and theoretically would have enough. They don't have enough supply to have all right. of their meeting rooms running at once, which I thought would be the dream of a property, right? So that they're, they're <laughs> never, there's nothing vacant uh, and not, not earning money, not earning, uh, earning uh, revenue. So it's it's disappointing, and then of course you know we've just seen places where they they charge you know for everything, and and you need to. Uh, I have another one that wanted um, when the AV team or the decorator team moves in, they want the Polytech, the clear wrap to go down on the carpet. That makes total sense. I completely understand you want to protect your carpeting uh, because I just came back from another center where the carpeting wasn't yeah. as protected, was quite a bit older, and it showed. However. This one property wants to wants to be the only supplier for Polytech. So opposed to my AV guys bringing in their own roles, laying it out, let's get moving. Right. The hotel is requiring that they do it. And of course, that's at a sustained markup. And, um, you know, look, and it's not just hotels. There's there's car dealers. There's a oh, yeah. there's car dealers that are now charging. They, they, they call it uh, they call it market adjustment or yes. deal, market or dealer adjustment. And. It, they're not they're not hiding it there's the msrp and then there's yep. a dealer adjustment the dealer adjustment's five thousand dollars more than the msrp on the car and it used to be you go in and start at the msrp and, and, and go down <laughs> right. right now it's not yeah. even it's it's they're not even trying it's just they're not even trying to hide it by by folding yeah. that cost in anywhere and i wish and by the way as a hotel if you're listening which you, you shouldn't because this is for meeting planners by meeting planners but we're not gonna get we're not gonna stop you yeah, we need um, that quarter of a penny. Yeah. yeah, but you know, stop charging me either. Either stop charging me for the, for the ticky tack stuff, or make it super clear ahead of time so I can budget for it. Or even better, just fold it into the cost somewhere else. Right. I right. mean, I know that I know that you know if your breakfast costs uh, fifty dollars a person, right? That's <laughs> the only game in town. I know I've got to play for that. So if you want to budget five dollars more per person. And that covers the expense for something else somewhere down the road that you give me for free. That's fine. Or just spell it out so that I can budget appropriately. But when we get caught with these surprises, uh, yeah. because it's not uh, contractually clear or we don't have, you know, good contract language, by the way, no added fees, no added fees and it should be a line in, no your, in all of your budgets. Fees. Yep. It yep. says you cannot charge me anything that's not already in writing. Uh, like yep. tax or service charge, things like that. So if you know about that ahead of time, it should be in yep. your contract. But yep. again, these are things that cause us to have challenges. And when we have to pay for these things from hotels, we've got to cut back somewhere else, maybe in our decor, maybe in our, if you offer travel scholarships or travel assistance for people, you've got to cut back there to, to make your budget, which means less people attend. So we're right back to square one. Right, right. Yeah. Again, it's a lot of, of um uncertainness uncertain uncertainty we'll go with that word and i don't have a good answer for once i'm almost almost rendered speechless no i don't think that happens no. i don't think that's a real thing I, i'll i'll tell you what uh i i think now would be a great time to take a break and then oh. when we come back from the break I'll hopefully have some speech left and we can wrap this thing up and stop, you know, burning holes in people's ears. Sounds, Sounds perfect. Good. All right. So we'll be back after these messages. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Once again, Amanda is chewing. 
Uh, so <laughs> evidently, you can tell that it didn't take all that long to record this episode because she's still you finishing don't lunch. have to tell them that. I was like on the downside of the two. They would never even known. Is I'm it? She's really hungry. I have a lot of meetings today. I'm saying. I don't look. Dead. I don't blame you. That's that's why I'm trying to get my soup. lunch in, Daryl. It's too hot. It's like 75 degrees. It's too hot for soup. But I went with the soup because I can have it in a cup, a cup of soup. Therefore, I can have one hand and there's, you know, there's slurping potentially, but uh, we're letting it cool down here. Um, (laughs) All right. We have takeaways. Yes. We should talk about them. You first. Uh, You write it down. Oh, I, right. I said one of the takeaways, stick to your COVID guns. So you decide what policy you want to have for your meeting and you know, people will either like it or lump it. I agree. And, and I think the, the add-on to that is, you know, your space, your rules, uh, for the most part, we're not, we know that doesn't apply to everybody, but for the most right. of you doing events in hotels, convention centers, any kind of space that you are paying to rent, chances are it's your space, your rules. So, you know, stick, yeah, Amanda said, stick to your guns. And if you don't require pants, if you don't, you want people not to wear pants when they come into your meeting, then you can say that. And you have no problem saying that. You're going to have um, a problem if I, I show up. Because I think they're going to have want to see me without pants on. Um, there's a <laughs> lot of, there's a lot of pale going on down there. Hey, you know what? There are conferences for that. That's all I'm saying. I... <laughs> <laughs> there's, again, there's, again, it's 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 not quite as glamorous as you think. Um, I don't know where they're held, uh, if, but if you, you know, are, if you are, I tell you what, if you are a planner who uh, this feels like a Maury Povich type thing, uh, <laughs> you know, if you are a planner in the Los Angeles area, no, if you're a planner <laughs> anywhere and you do a uh, clothing optional yeah. meeting, oh, oh my God, we would. So love to have you as a guest. Yes, reach You've out to us. You've got so many questions. I mean, I Absolutely. have questions. I don't know about you, Daryl, but I have questions. I have a lot of questions. I don't want to see pictures. No. Again. No, no. Because it's no. not as glamorous as you think, but I have questions. Boundary. So- We're going to have to have boundaries. But if you do, Daryl's right. If you do a clothing optional conference, I might... Well, now, see, if I search that up on my computer. No, 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 I, no, 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 no. I am going to have stuff in my, my Facebook feed would never be the same again. You never. Need the, you need the so, VPN. You need the VPN yeah. pointing to a different country and you need the incognito mode. Yeah. Um, and I have to, to go safe. to like the, or go to the library. That's good things to research at the library. Many people doing that at the library. <laughs> but if you, if, even if you don't run a clothing optional meeting, if you just run a regular meeting, and you'd like to talk to us, you want to share a show idea, you'd oh, like yeah. to be a guest on an upcoming show. You know, yeah. we, we, we accept, I think our, our previous guests aside, we accept pretty much anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Don't tell our earlier guests. And if no. you've been an earlier guest, we're not talking about you. No, somebody else. We're talking about other people. Amanda Only. brings me back every week. So she her, her standards are pretty low. Um, right. You can email none. us at Miracle Workers Podcast. That's Miracle Workers, as in two of us, workers, of us. Right. podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on your Twitter machine. We are at MW the podcast. Uh, I don't know. Is it at Twitter, at tweet, Twitter, tweet us? Tweet that. Do yes. it. The thing. I Daryl checks that, I guess. I've it, never it pings on my phone and then I, I write something snotty back and realize, oh, wait, that's a, that's a listener. I should probably be nicer. So I'm, I'm going to try to be nicer. 
uh, in, in the Twitterverse. Is, this is sounding like a really good social media situation we've got going on. So I'm totally all in. We, we are working on our social media presence. So if you want to be social, clothing or non-clothing. <laughs> no, clothing. no. All clothing. No. Wear, 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 three clothing. Coats, wear three coats and get on social media and talk to us. Uh, you can find our episodes at anchor.fm. Uh, we can also uh, hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, well, Spotify, which we've already touched on. I guess yeah, it's now right. Anchor, so you can get us on the Spotify. Um, you know, listen, no. just open your window and listen, and maybe you can hear us, you know, yelling. That, that's another Probably hear my cackle. Go. Yeah, you'll probably hear my cackle from there. All right, well, Daryl, this has been an amazing show. It's been so fabulous. I think we covered a lot of ground. Uh, we don't know what that ground is called. I don't think it's called post-COVID. This phase, we're not quite sure. The present. Und- the present. Time, I can go with that. And, and, ground and uncertainty is good. Uncertainty uh, is okay. Be uncertain. We all. Oh, that was a takeaway we had. Add, add it to the list. Add it to the list. All right. So, but really we should say goodbye because again, I got, I got a salad to finish. <laughs> I got meetings to get to. Go ahead. Amanda, um, thank you so much for joining us uh, and, and for all of you for joining us this week. It's been a great episode and we got another one coming soon. Absolutely. All right. Do we, are we still on our virtual high five? Virtual high five. Oh. Uh, that, well, there was a delay. It goes through the Zoom and then I yeah, get to stop my what, screen. Amanda exactly. stops her screen. There's a boat broken camera involved. You all get yeah. it. You don't Thanks, everybody. We'll see you in right. the next one. Bye. I can't find the thing. Well, you got to cut it now. I mean...